0: gracious losers podcast episode 34 i'm paul and i'm casey and uh with all the covid madness that's been going on uh i forgot to tell our listeners and you that we passed our one year anniversary
1: oh yeah a couple weeks that's ago right. so happy anniversary pal yeah happy anniversary yeah you're doing this
0: all right well, one year man and if you really think about it like that's roughly thirty-one episodes in a year. That's almost every week. That's pretty. I mean, not really. It's
1: just over half the what? weeks, but that's still pretty yeah. good. Yeah, <laughs> it is good. No, I agree. <laughs> Math not my strong we, suit. Sure. Um, yeah, we t- we took a big break too when uh, Finn was born, from what I remember. Big break when the Finn f- was like born, a, and and, yeah. and vacations and whatnot. You know, vacations. Just, yeah. Life
0: happens. Um, Definitely. But yeah, man, that that's pretty great though. One year in. Yeah. Um, I think we're doing well. Yeah, so I figured, you know, there's not a lot of sports going on right now.
1: No, there's no, there's nothing. <laughs> so there's other than there's NFL kind of
0: NFL free agency. We kind of touched mostly on that. There hasn't been a ton of stuff that happened in the last well, week. Tom so, Brady. Oh, well, Tom Brady to the Bucks. So how about how about yeah. let, let's start there. Let's let before we even get into the beers, let's talk about that. Oh, okay. So, uh, Tom Brady to Tampa. What do you think?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of weapons there, so I don't see why it would be bad. Um, I don't, I think it's great for Chris Godwin. I think it's, um, I don't know how, if they're going to still use, use OJ Howard, but I mean, Brady's has been known to like his tight ends. So, um, he's always had some good ones. Obviously Gronk, I guess that's the one good one. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know about Evans. Um, Evans I mean, Brady obviously can throw it up to Evans, and Evans will grab anything. But Evans is also really good at, like, the deep ball and grabbing that up for grabs. And, and I know Brady just doesn't have that deep ball as much as he has in the past, or even really that's never been his game as much. So um, I think it'll be fine. I mean, that's a, it's a good offensive line, and uh, um, they seem to like Ronald Jones. I'm sure they'll draft another running back as well. It sounds um, like it because Barber's a free yeah. agent, so – yeah, It would make sense sure. for them
0: to pick up somebody, you know, third, yeah. fourth round maybe. I don't
1: know if – I mean, Ronald Jones might be fine. Um, but I don't know if he's, he's really a three-down back in the league. Why not Why not get somebody else in there? Yeah, there's not a lot of three-down backs, honestly, in the That's league true. anymore. So it's –
0: I think they might they might end up doing something really similar to what New England was doing and that kind of a running back by committee and just play the hot hand. And, I mean, statistically, which, I mean, stats can lie, but Ronald mm-hmm. Jones actually had a pretty decent year last year. Sure. Um wasn't horrible. He definitely was a lot better yeah. than he was his rookie year. So yeah. you know, maybe he's growing into the role. Who knows? I, I like Brady's yeah. fit there. Um I, I yeah. worry about the I offensive line. Keeping yeah. him upright, Is but it, I think yeah. I think he's gonna use Godwin as more of a kind of intermediate long pass thread. Sure. And I think they're gonna use Evans size similar to the way they use a tight end. Um, Probably. And, and I really, I think kind of, they're going to light Evans up in the slot a little bit and let him just bang against, you know, smaller corners. I think mm-hmm. I really like the, the the fantasy prospects of everyone in that offense. Yeah. Um, and I they're also just, think I if, they, if they play a guy like Scotty Miller, who <clears throat> was like a sixth or seventh-round pick last year, who got a little bit of run um, kind of in the Adam Humphreys role last year, if yeah. they play him in the slot, he could end up being the next, you know, Sure, Edelman, Welker, Edelman type. Sure, Amendola, whatever you want to call him.
1: Yeah, uh, I like it. Or even Justin Watson too. I mean, he's kind of a, a younger receiver that they've had for a few years. That well, and they on. have draft picks. They might just draft another receiver.
0: Yeah. God, who knows? There's that there's
1: too. Thirty amazing
0: receivers in this draft. It looks like so. Sure.
1: Yeah, I don't think Brady would have gone there if he had been as worried about the offensive line. No. No, I just I think, think they're that, young. that had to have been. They're young. They're young. Sure the defense is yeah. young
0: the defense has I mean the defense mm-hmm. significantly outplayed expectations last year so
1: yeah it's just going to be so weird to see him in a Tampa Bay uniform it's gonna be weird. so yeah. weird really weird really weird <laughs> I mean I could kind of I could kind of get behind it if it was a different like a, know, like a Colts uniform I could guess I could kind of be like alright fair enough I could see that but something about Tampa Bay I just it's just weird I don't know I don't know why it's weird is. I
0: feel like it's almost more uncomfortable if I saw him in a Colts jersey because of the rivalry from New England and I Indianapolis. Guess that's, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be weird, especially because Tampa has new uniforms, and they're supposed to be very monochromatic and hmm. not as kind of like bold as um,
1: okay.
0: as previous years. So it's going to be that blood red again. So yeah. we'll see how that works. Speaking of uh, new logos and everything, <clears throat> new uniforms, did you see the Rams new logo today?
1: I, have seen, I saw it like a couple weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, it's basically the Chargers. Great. It's the Chargers logo. Yeah. Sure.
0: So I just God yeah. Rams. What a dumpster fire! I know. That's the other thing that happened in the last week is Todd Gurley getting cut, and that's and, and then yeah, that, yeah, immediately. I was gonna say signed by Atlanta.
1: Really, yeah, by Atlanta. Sure, of course. I I don't know what they're doing. I mean, they've obviously spent way too much money, um, and they're trying to cut costs as much as possible. I'm just bummed because the Rams have such a cool like the whole like horn on the helmet and. And, the, and they could have a really cool brand, but but they definitely just went with the Chargers thing here for some very strange reason.
0: Yeah, I'm really curious what their uniforms are going to look like.
1: Yeah. That's that's going to be the yeah. telltale
0: sign. Um, <clears throat> yeah, interesting. Yeah, anyway. they, they definitely spent a lot of money on a lot. Of, I mean, and I think that the writing was on the wall when they got Jalen Ramsey last year that they had to make a move, whether it was Gurley or, or Brandon Cooks. or Sure, and they're probably trying to move Cooks too right now. I'm sure they are. They cut Clay Matthews. Yeah. so That was a good amount of money. Um, they let Fowler yeah. walk, which was a good amount of money. Um, yeah. I just, yeah. yeah, I don't know. That team is just, mm. I don't know what to think about them. It's kind of a mess. They, they like. could be an 11-12 win team. They could be a 6-5 win team. I don't know. Yeah.
1: But, Ger- but Gurley went to a good spot. I think, I mean, obviously Atlanta needs a running back, and I'm sure they'll still draft one just like, you know. Just yeah like they should we were saying earlier that um teams don't need that that bell cow now and and he's had some wear and tear so yeah I think it's, I think it's a, it'd be I think best really in their best interest play. yeah in their best interest to to, to play him at a yeah n- as little as possible but still playing him a bunch if that makes sense you know what I mean yeah kind of just
0: Well, just yeah. kind of the way the, the Falcons have a, a really a really underrated offense they put up a lot of points last year for not winning a lot of games and that was because their defense was horrendous. Yeah, uh, but that offensive line got banged up really bad last year, and they were young. They used their first two draft picks last year on offensive linemen, so,
1: so hopefully that short is short up.
0: I, I would assume it would be. I mean, who knows? Yeah, um, <clears throat> you know we're we're late to the game here, Casey. What are we drinking today?
1: Um, I am drinking an Anchorage Brewing Company beer right now, mm-hmm. called it's a double IPA called Within Us, and it's it's a it's good it's like uh <laughs> i hadn't really uh, tasted it quite yet i've been i've been kind of obviously been talking here yeah. um it's i guess it's a west coast ipa which is you know usually i'm getting the east coast the northeast but this is a pretty good one it's it's thick and it's has a strong strong uh finish but it's it's a good ipa i like it i like what they've been doing anchorage i've had a few of their beers and it's pretty pretty tasty
0: yeah i haven't had one in a long time that you mentioned
1: it, yeah,
0: yeah. I um, I have beers that you yeah. gave me today, mm-hmm. which is nice because I'm I'm still you know nursing my my 12 pack of Citrus Mistress. Um, we, sure. have a, yeah, we have a we have a pickup tomorrow, the the grocery pickup, so there's no contact and all that, you know, uh, yeah. from New Seasons tomorrow. But the the best beer I could find on the New Seasons uh, Instacart website was Migration Brewing straight out of Portland, which is a good IPA. Uh, yeah, but I've had it, so you know. Yeah. Whenever you've had a beer, kind of like, oh man, like. Yeah, but, so I have that 12 pack of citrus citrus, sure. and I'm yeah. still kind of just nursing my way through, just slow, sure. slow and steady wins the race. Slow. Um, Definitely. What I have today, the first one I had uh, was Cloud <clears throat> City, mm-hmm. which was a this uh, is it's an American IPA. It was it was kind of an American hazy IPA, if that makes okay. sense.
1: Um,
0: yeah. I'm looking for the brewery. I don't see it anywhere on here because I'm probably Man, looking I remember right. Remember what by that it. one was? Narrow Gauge. Yeah, Narrow Gauge in Missouri. Uh, okay, it was a good beer. It was good. Um, the problem is I, you know, didn't have a lot of time to chill these beers. Before we recorded tonight, sure. So I'm drinking You're a little warm. Yeah, beer. I gave you warm beers, man. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, no, they're better than the <laughs> no no offense to our friends at Hot Valley, but they're better than the citrus. Sure. Uh, the other one yeah. I have is from Astoria, New York, from Single Cut Beer Smiths, and it's the Electric Blue, which I actually like. I like that one more uh, than the Cloud yeah. City. Yeah, I like it a lot. I like that one a lot. Yeah. Yeah, big fan. Good. Um I'm glad. We had a uh, a Costco order delivered last week. Yeah. Um and. My wife ordered uh, a, you know, a big, twenty-four pack of Lacroix because I drink a lot of bubble sure. water. Yeah, um, I do too. It's, they, uh, I didn't, you know, it doesn't say like what the flavor makeup is. It's like a variety pack. Okay. Oh God. And I was like, well, this could be greater. it could be bad. <laughs> Did you get so, coconut in there. No, the first one I pulled out today was Passion Fruit, which is, I think, an underrated flavor. Not bad. Okay.
1: I don't think I've had it. I don't Um, think I've had the Passion Fruit. the next six-pack
0: I saw in there was Tangerine, which I'm I'm okay okay with. And then the next two were the same. Um, So now I have 12 Key Lime, which I don't know if you remember I gave you a bunch of Key Lime about a year ago. That was rough. Because I I didn't like them, and I thought maybe you guys would like them. I'm assuming you didn't either.
1: Um, i don't really remember but i don't know if it was amazing
0: but as i was cooking dinner tonight and i was talking to my wife i was like god this key lime man like what am i gonna do and then like this it was like a light bulb but off my head and i was like oh man i'm out of whiskey but i have have a bunch of vodka and a really good bottle of gin downstairs
1: there you go yeah
0: i got my mixer there you go
1: perfect yeah, have you tried it yet? I haven't yet. No, I. Okay, okay. I'm curious to hear hear how that goes. I will, but it sounds like it would be I'll tell tasty.
0: you what, my, my commitment to you, my friend, is I will have a, a, a LaCroix Key Lime and Gin cocktail tomorrow night, and I will report back. Fantastic. All sounds right. great. So, <laughs> that's horrible. It's going to be so bad. <laughs> yeah,
1: it might. It might
0: be. So, what I thought would be fun today is... Because we're, we're if you're anything like me listening out there, or like Casey listening out there, is that you're, you're kind of grasping at whatever you can find with sports right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that be diving into fantasy leagues, whether that be watching replays of things on yeah. TV. I know uh, NBC Sports Northwest has been showing classic Blazer games recently. Yeah, I haven't been able uh, to watch any, but that's pretty cool. Uh, ESPN last night showed a replay of WrestleMania 30, which is super weird. Okay. Um, but that's how struggling yeah. they were to find content. Um, sure. And I, I was talking to you a couple days ago and was like, you know, we should do a fantasy baseball and see if we can find enough people. Well, so far we haven't got yeah. enough people. We're
1: struggling to get the league filled. Oh, I got to sign in there. I haven't done that yet, oh, but I, I'm There's definitely no in. No one
0: else. I don't think anyone has as of like a couple days ago. Um, oh, no. That's fine. We're, we're, we're going to have we're, 12 teams? We're going to figure it out. Yeah, 12 teams. We're going to yeah. figure it out. We'll, we'll our, find 12. Our buddy, There's 12 people we can find. Our buddy uh, uh, Jordan, who is a, an amazing fantasy basketball writer, um, is talking about joining. So he might be Oh, in. cool. Uh, nice. But it got me thinking, like, God, like, what's, you know, like, our, our friends over at the Two Guys podcast, Brandon and Dwayne, do a lot of, like, yeah. weird, like, fantasy drafts on their pod. Sure. And things like, you know... Uh, Marvel superheroes filling out, you know, a football team or, or something along those lines. You know, whatever it might be. Something totally sure. off the wall. I, I thought, okay, let's do a fantasy draft because we haven't done any of those on the pod. We've talked a lot of fantasy, sure. but we haven't done one. And I thought, what if we picked our all-time favorite
1: baseball lineup? Yeah. So I like this idea. I was, I was very excited, although it was, it was a little difficult for me because I've been so out of the baseball touch lately that I really really had to dive into the brain there. Well, that, I mean, and, that's and okay. Find those, though that's a good thing, guys. Though, because it really shows. Yeah.
0: It's going to show, and I think you and I are going to have a lot of, maybe not the same players, but we're going to have the <clears throat> same era. And I think you and I sure. are going to lean heavily on probably my assumption. I don't know your list at all, but my assumption is that's going to be more like late 80s to
1: 90s baseball. That's right, yeah. that's pretty You're
0: right. much where I'm at. I got some some outliers there. I have, uh, I think, I mean, we'll see. I have a list of players. I got so a few that are at, gonna, I have a few. We don't know who's going to yeah. make the roster yet because, you know, you could very well draft one. But I have a couple players that are current. Yeah. Only two, I think, that are current. Sure. So uh, so the way I figure this will work is, is one of every position. So, you know, catcher first, second, short, third. Uh, and then the three outfielders, one DH, um, Okay. and then I would say five starting pitchers, three relievers. They can be closers, they can be long relievers, whatever you want to do there. Um, but instead of going like, okay, I pick a catcher, you pick a catcher. I pick a first baseman, you pick a first baseman. I figured we'll do this yeah. in like a real fantasy aspect to where it's okay. pick whatever position you want. If you want to go pitcher, pitcher, pitcher to start your draft – Cool. Go for Go it. Go for it. Right? Okay. Uh, and I yeah. figured since, um, well, just because I kind of came up with the idea that maybe yeah. you could take the first pick. Okay. So sure. take us away. Let's figure it out here. I'm going to keep a little running tab on the side so I don't get oh, messed up. First
1: pick. Okay. Um, this is a tough one. I got a few that I really want to grab right now. But I think I'm, I'm, I'm taking Ken Griffey Jr. of my first outfield. Dude killing Um, you're killing me i'm sorry man on my list yeah good uh i don't know if i appreciated king griffey jr back when i was back when he was really playing for the mariners because i was a big ace fan Mm -hmm. but over the years i've really i I mean the guy is yeah everyone knows the guy is just the most beautiful swing of of like all time in baseball he's just a great player I, i i love king griffey jr i mean i can't really say more than that other than he was great. Ken Griffey Jr. That's he my was my pick.
0: He was an incredible player because he was so young. He was... Sure. Um, yeah, I think he was the first young player in our generation that was a second-generation player. Now, obviously, yeah. Gary Bonds was a second-generation player, but... but Sure. You know, uh, and really, their rookie seasons were only, like, three or four years apart, but Griffey just felt young. And I think it was because he, yeah. he was so young when he came out, and it was, it was when... Yeah, I mean, I remember that everyone wanted that Upper Deck baseball card. Oh yeah, uh, that rookie, rookie card. card. Uh, yeah, and that's a big one. You know, I, you and I both kind of grew up Ace fans. when We were much young. I, me, when I was much younger, you still. Um, yeah. But I think that you kind of had a, a hatred toward the Mariners just because, like, oh man, like you know, they're kind of the rivals of the A's, kind of.
1: Sure, uh, kind of the rivals, and mostly just because it's Seattle and, for and, me, at least, yeah, and, cause and I hated everything. Hated everything in Seattle because he yeah. always felt like Portland was the the little brother. Yeah. And that's so I mean I had
0: I had Griffey on my board, I had him the third overall player on my board. Great. That's not cool. necessarily saying he's my third favorite player of all time, but I feel like value wise, I feel like I my one and my two are, like my favorite players. Sure. And then from there I'm and, yeah. thinking, okay, like where can I get value here? And like guys who I really do like, but I you know it starts to it sort yeah. muddy. So with my number one pick, I'm to, I'm
1: going third base. Uh, and okay one of my favorite player Chipper Jones oh yeah I knew that one
0: uh, Chipper Jones is I, I think in a lot of fans opinions he is Atlanta Braves baseball sure he is um, he's the guy he's the, he's the he's the poster boy for for what the Braves became yeah um, you know he was he was a rookie after they had ascended and had lost their first World Series there to Minnesota when Kirby Puckett and the twins beat him um, sure. That was back in 91, but he, you know, he came, he was, he was a a highly sought out draft pick. He was a, uh, an Olympic star. He was, uh, he was a shortstop when he came out and he was, he, uh, blew his knee out, um, in the minors and they didn't know what to do with him and, um, ended up being one of the best third basemen of all time. Um, what I loved about Chipper the most is that he... Two things that I love the most about him is he embraces the next generation. He's taken a lot of these younger, brave players under his wing.
1: Okay. And he's yeah. really
0: kind of taught them, like, this is what Braves baseball means. This is what you are to the community. This is how you should conduct yeah. yourself. Uh, but the other thing is that he always seemed to step up against the rivals. And I can't tell you how many times I was watching a Braves game where they were playing the Mets at Shea Stadium. and yeah. And, you know, someone would hang a curve or someone would, you know, go up high with a fastball and Chipper would turn on it and take it over the right field bleachers. And it just, sure. Uh, as a Braves fan, you love that. You, just, you love that stuff. Um, and I know you're not a big Braves fan, but um, I do, I'm I, just indifferent. I, I feel like,
1: like Chipper is a pretty well-respected player across the Of course team. he is, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Definitely. He had a string of, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight seasons where he had over 100 RBIs. Yeah, there in the late '90s, early 2000s, and that's, and that's pretty incredible. Um, and he was an All Star's last two years of the league, 30, 39 and forty. I did not real, I don't, I did not remember or realize that. And honestly, quite I'm sure that was kind of it was more of a respect thing, but still. I don't, look at his stats. I mean, earned. Look at his
0: stats, though. He was there. I mean, like there wasn't. Yeah. I, I don't think it would have gone on much longer. But yeah, he was really well respected in the league. I mean, he was sure. And still sure. playing at a pretty high level at forty, which is which is
1: rare yeah I I mean if you're making an all-star team you're not you're no slouch yeah hitting 287 with 14 home runs and 62 rbis is not bad yeah
0: I mean I think a lot of teams would take that for four-year-old yeah hell yeah what do you what do you got next bud
1: oh man all right what am I going to do next? There's so many choices. I think I'm going to go with Ricky Henderson. I'm going to I'm going to get another outfielder there because I've always been a huge fan of Ricky Henderson, just in the playing and just his personality, it's just like the like just a bigger than life personality. Um, and he was one of those players that I would you know kind of. Um, uh, uh, do their like the stance when we, you know whenever we played baseball oh, yeah. with like the tennis balls oh, yeah. and that was like my my go to like batting stance is like I'm gonna do that Ricky Henderson, obviously it did not go well but you know what I mean, <laughs> um, I was always a big Ricky Henderson fan. The stolen bases, the just just the the career, the long career he had. He played for he played for a very long time.
0: Well, um, and he reinvented himself quite a bit too. He was sure he was at times he could be a power hitter. He could be uh, and mm-hmm. obviously he was a stolen base king. Um, yeah he was actually an above average defensive player for a lot of his career which a lot of people forget is how yeah how yeah. decent i mean decent but how good he actually was for a good chunk of his career in the outfield
1: yeah yeah uh-huh. um yeah and just the stolen base i know it's a different game now but i mean I, you look at the league leading league leader in stolen bases now and it's like you know what thirty maybe something like that fifty
0: it's gotten higher now has um, it gotten higher i haven't haven't but
1: but, I um, mean, 130 in 1982. That's insane. Yeah, well, 130 in it, bases. It's not around there.
0: Yeah, it's not around no,
1: there. No, of course not. It, that's just crazy. And even in 98, um, he had 66, which is still pretty crazy. Which is incredible. And I remember that, being really sad when, yeah. the,
0: when the A's, the second time they had him,
1: traded him to Toronto, and I remember feeling really sad. Yeah, of course. Really sad. And he, and he so. kept and even like after he retired in, what, 2003, he kept trying to play. I think he was playing in like... Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, amateur leagues and stuff. Not amateur leagues, but you know what I mean. Um, they weren't minor leagues. They were, like, overseas, whatever. Leagues. I think he was playing overseas. Overseas leagues or, like, yeah, something like that. Um, and, and he retired at 44. That's incredible. I don't know. I, I always loved Ricky, so that's my pick there. Yeah. He was on my list. So, <clears throat> yeah. here, I mean, there, I think there's very few
0: places where we're going to have crossover, and I think a lot of them are going to come with guys like Griffey and, and Ricky. and just sure. kind of perennial, yeah. just...
1: <clears throat>
0: amazing yeah. Hall of Fame type players. Um, I'm gonna go my first piece of the rotation. Next. Okay, you can already guess who I'm picking.
1: I know. Yeah, he's on my list, and I just I knew that I couldn't pick him. Uh, because... In
0: my opinion, the greatest pitcher of all time. That's uh, Greg Maddox um, Sure. He.
1: I wouldn't. I wouldn't argue too much with you.
0: He is everything that I love about watching a defensive game of baseball. Yeah. And that is he never took the mound looking to strike a guy out. He, yeah. he was a ground ball pitcher of all ground ball pitchers. He changed speeds like nobody else could. Uh, and he had more movement on that changeup than I've ever seen on a pitcher ever. Sure. Um, yeah. And he was a really good pitcher for the Cubs at the beginning of his career and then went to Atlanta and just became just next-worldly. Um, I mean, yeah, the, the earned runs were just—they <clears throat> weren't happening. He never walked guys. He had the best control Mm-mm. of
1: anyone I've ever seen. Um, yeah, his placement was incredible. His—I pl- don't think there's ever been a pitcher quite like him.
0: It just—and and, and he was just hard to hit. And for a guy who throws yeah. nothing but strikes, mm-hmm. you'd think he would be easier yeah. to hit because they should know where the you know? The ball stuff, you know? Yeah. yeah, it yeah. just—I. I, you know, I, I mean, I, it, it's very cliche of me to go brave and brave one and two, oh, but right. like, they are they it. are my two favorite players of all time, and I'm very excited that I got them on my first and second picks. Sure, you're up. <laughs>
1: I'm up. All right, I gotta take a look here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go defense here with my shortstop because. Yeah. I didn't have a ton of shortstops on my list. I'm gonna go with Ozzy Smith. I love it. He was on Because my list, I mean, yeah. I mean, the wizard. Of course, you're gonna go with Ozzy Smith. Yeah. he was um, on my list. What What can I say? If you're a If you're a listener who doesn't really follow, hasn't really followed baseball, or maybe you're young, I don't know what young people are listening to this. But anyway, maybe you're younger and you don't know Ozzy Smith. Just watch some highlights of Ozzy Smith um, fielding the ball, and and then you'll know why he's so amazing. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. The guy was just incredible, incredible shortstop, and he backflipped. Backflip, yes, he did backflip. The Aussie flip. Yeah. Yeah, the Wizard of Oz,
0: man. He was Yeah. He was one of my first favorite players as a kid. Yeah, um, me too. Because I feel like he always played the game the right way. He was a horrible offensive player, was, by the way. Yeah,
1: yeah he, he was, wasn't great. He was
0: one of the worst hitters in that generation. Yeah. He was really bad. A uh,
1: 260, 270 average, that's not oh, that's horrible, a good, that's but a good, that's not great. I mean, is that that's like his high, isn't it? I think I feel that's like, his average is 262. Was it really? I feel like he was down around like the 230s yeah. a lot of time. No, no, I would say, I mean, he, he one year he hit 303, he's 270s, most 270, 250, 280, 290, 280, 260. Oh, that's not bad yeah. Never mind. I stayed No, he was 260s pretty solid. I, I don't think he's spectacular, but I stayed crazy. Okay. He stole some bases too, you know? He did. He was He was very quick. Yeah. He was a, He was an elite defensive shortstop. He was the greatest defensive I mean, shortstop of that generation. Yeah. Easily, yeah. Uh, you can. He, he got some doubles and triples. He was fast. He just, you know, he's not a power hitter, obviously, yeah. and he's not. He wasn't like. A, he wasn't really hitting the ball for a crazy, amazing average or anything. But I mean, I mean, he 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 managed.
0: Yeah, well, he was on my list. Yeah. He was high on my list too. So uh, that sucks.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Kind of. That sucks for me. <laughs> that
0: sucks for me. Uh, all right. Well, I'm gonna go then. I'm going to go outfield. Okay. And I'm going to go Ichiro.
1: Ah, Ichiro. Yeah, he was on my list. So, uh, definitely. Maybe,
0: maybe I, I think he's the second best pure hitter I've ever seen. And Yeah.
1: Um, Who's I, the, oh, well, I, I can guess the best. Never mind. Never
0: mind. Oh, yeah, I would assume you probably know. Well.
1: Yeah, I know. I, I can guess. Okay. Uh, I, I know who it is, right? So Another outfielder? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but Ichiro is the...
0: First off, people always forget about Ichiro that he played a handful of years in Japan professionally before he even came stateside to play for the Mariners. So yeah. if you if you really look at his major league career and then add in... Yeah, he in, started his career at, at 27. Yeah, age 27. you add in all yeah. those professional Japanese careers, he's the greatest hitter of all time.
1: Easily. Oh, yeah. And it's not close. No. Uh, God, he was so good, man. I went to... And, and the cre- Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 go. no, you go ahead.
0: So I was just gonna say I went to a. Uh, this is back when when um, I mean, Portland had a minor league team. Yeah. And we used to when I was when I was a kid when, I, when we were little. I used to go see the Beavers, which was our AAA team, for the Twins play the Twins every year. Yeah. Before the season started, and the Beavers obviously left. They came back. It was you know a whole bunch of different iterations of minor league baseball here in Portland, but. Uh one year the Mariners were playing the Beavers. Yeah. And it was down at you know what now is Joldwin. Is it Jod, Providence Park, whatever the Timbers are playing? I don't no, even know. I don't no, no they names so many times. I think it's Providence Park. I know. Um but back then it was Civic Stadium, the baseball stadium. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And it was the first time I ever got to see Ichiro live. And yeah. he led the game off and you could, I wasn't sitting close enough to hear what he was saying or anything, but he was joking around with someone, and they were kind of like pointing around and like toward you know before his at-bat, um, yeah. at bat, yeah, towards like you know right center field, and he gets the the play and the very first pitch he puts one on the deck of the Mac Club in right field, yeah, <laughs> and the old That's incredible. Uh, uh, I remember reading an interview with with uh, with Brett Boone, who used to be the second baseman for the Mariners. And Brett Boone was saying like I've never seen a you know, I've I grew up around baseball because my dad was a a player and then a coach. You know, my brothers were players. I've seen everyone in that generation hit there's never been anyone who can put the ball wherever they want it, whenever they want it. It's incredible. Yeah. And that he chose to not be a power hitter because he knew there was more value in
1: having base runners.
0: Sure. It just like that that's the the complete that's the epitome of the team player.
1: Yeah, and it's so sad he he wasted his career away in Seattle.
0: <laughs> it's I'm just kidding. It is it is a, it is a shame because they they, yeah, have, they had so they many never, good teams and they just could never get over the hump. Um, they never could the get thing about Itra yeah. that's really underrated is he had one of the best arms from right field I have oh, ever yeah. seen. And sure. He was a little dude. He was tiny, mm-hmm. and he I mean like when he geared up and like got back there to throw the ball, look out because that thing was a rocket coming in. Yeah.
1: And a lefty, batted lefty, threw right, bat left, yep. batted left.
0: He was also the one of the first and players. I didn't realize
1: he won I, I was just saying I didn't realize he won MVP his first year in the league. Rookie, I, I he was rookie of the year that. and MVP. And MVP, yeah. Yeah. He took the That's league crazy. by storm. It was
0: crazy. Um I was gonna yeah. say he was the first player I remember seeing too that had like it was almost like a like a bunt swing. Yeah. Where like he was like a quarter of the way down the line by the time he finished his swing <laughs> sometimes. Sure. Like it just yeah, you it can't crazy throw the guy out.
1: No, like the so. bet ba- Yeah, yeah, he was good. God, Ichiro was, was good, good man. So, oh, man, you're up. All right. Well, I am up. I don't know who I'm gonna take. Um, I should probably take a pitcher. I okay. think I'm gonna take. I think I'm gonna take Randy Johnson. Let's keep going with the C- the Seattle teams because. Okay. Randy Johnson was another one of those guys that I I hated growing up, but you I look back on it and I'm like, the guy was pretty incredible. I mean, he was huge. I mean, the dude. And, the dude he killed just, a bird. He killed a bird, per- yeah, yeah, not on purpose, but yeah, he did. Um, and I mean, he was a guy that's obviously going for the strikeout every time and through the heat, but um, he he had some good stuff, man. Um, so I'm I'm picking him as my pitcher. My, he did, my he developed right a really there. nice changeup late
0: in his career.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and the thing is, like people think about Randy Johnson as being, just – like you said, like he's he's bringing the heat, he's bringing the heat, but he was throwing sliders. In the mid-90s. And I'm talking like that's some dude's fastball,
1: but you're throwing it and it's dancing. And he – yeah, and and you don't – well, I think I'm about to say that you don't – you see a lot of those guys that throw really hard. They they blow out their arms or whatnot. But there's been a lot of power-throwing guys that have lasted a long time. But he's really – he really had a long career – um, and he was throwing, he was leading the league in strike, strikeouts in his mid to late thirties yeah. along with leading the league in the ERA. I mean, like lowest ERA, you know? Yeah. Which is quite incredible. You know, a guy uh, at 38 with a 232 ERA throwing 334 uh, strikeouts is pretty incredible. It's insane. Yeah. It's incredible. So yeah, I'll, t- I'll take Randy Johnson because why not?
0: Okay. Oof, boy. Um... All right, I'm going outfield again.
1: Okay, do I'm it. I'm
0: going outfield again with the best pure hitter I've ever seen. Ah, oh,
1: yeah, there you go. I almost did that this time, but I was like, ah, that's all right.
0: Yeah, well, he's. I didn't have him that high on my board, but I had a feeling you were going to snag him, so I wanted to get him. Sure. On my team, okay. Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn. Yeah. Tony Gwynn, the best pure hitter in baseball. Um, I I was looking at some of his stats earlier in the day, and now I've forgotten them. I wish I would have wrote them down. Um, but there was a st- Tony Gwynn stats. Tony Gwynn stats. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh I think there was one that said he never struck out more than f- it was like a, what was it? It was like a certain number of
1: strikeouts in a season. And it was it was mind-boggling how f- <laughs> how He's okay, so his lowest amount uh, it's is 100 him playing 135 games was was 15. Yeah. That's that's incredible. What's his highest? His highest um was Let's see. Highest was and he only played 133 games that year. In 1988, he had 40. Yeah, got, I think that was a
0: stat. 40 was his
1: highest. Um, the 40
0: was his highest, yeah. There's dudes that do that in like a couple weeks.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, like it's it's just insane. He always
0: put the bat on the ball.
1: Um, and he came so close to Ted Williams oh, in man. 1994. Yeah. 394 batting average. 394. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, he was great. I always loved Tony Gwynn, just because he just... Just like a lot of baseball players, um, he he's just kind of a pudgy dude, just just a normal looking guy, and he's out there just just raking the ball over the place, you know. Yep. And 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 just just like a amazing hitter, and like it's it's incredible. And then there's that one weird year in nineteen ninety seven where he had one hundred and nineteen RBIs. Like where did that come from? I just I don't know.
0: He must have had base runners. I know, that's, I mean, that's the only thing I can think of.
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah. He uh, <laughs> he was the, he was the best.
0: Best player I've ever seen. to hit in the ball the opposite field. Sure. Yeah. Like he would, he would let the pitcher, pitcher lit. Yeah. He would let the pitcher lead him. Easy for me to say. Um, yeah. But he was just, he, his bat speed was incredible. Yeah. Just incredible. I mean, it, I hate to say like you know, it's not like an old man, but like he played the game the right way. But he played the game the right way. I mean, he just sure. Yeah. You know, incredible. I love Tony Gwynn. Yeah.
1: So do I. Rest in peace.
0: That's right. Gone too soon, far too
1: soon. Far too soon, yeah. You're uh, You're I guess up. that's me then. Yeah. Well I'm not gonna pick a third baseman because you already have one and I have four here. Oh, I, like this. So I <laughs> like this. I like this.
0: I like the strategy. That's my guy right
1: there. Um obviously don't need a shortstop. Let's go with another let's go with the relief pitcher because that's making me nervous. I don't want you to take my relief pitcher, my one of my favorites. At who I'm guessing is on your list, and that's Eckersley. He was fourth on the list. Fourth relief pitcher?
0: Yeah. No, fourth
1: overall. Wow. Oh, fourth overall. Dang. But yeah. I was thinking, okay, so, man,
0: you don't take a closer that early. Come on.
1: Like. I'm taking it that early. Why not? get the best one out there. Dennis Eckersley, the Eck. The Eck. Um, one of my favorite players of all time growing up. That that flowing mullet. Mm-hmm. Um, just just the amazing accuracy that he had. And let's just not let's just not think about the old Kirk Gibson home run, um, you know, in, what, 88? Uh, other than that, the guy, like, started his career as a starter, right, with Boston and Cleveland, and he was all right as a starter. He wasn't bad, um, but I, I guess guess where he, his game was at was, was as a closer. Yep. Um, and he's he's another guy that just didn't walk. I mean, it was, let's see. I know he's a reliever, so he's only playing one or two innings, but in, in 89, he walked three players. Yeah. <laughs> four, four and 90 um, nine and ninety one. He was an incredible closer, and, and probably the best of all time, or at least one of the best. Um, He's so yeah, up there. We'll go with Eck. He's definitely yeah. up there. I, I I don't have a whole lot to say besides what you already said. I
0: do remember yeah. my very first professional baseball game I saw. Uh, my uncles took me up to Seattle at the Kingdome <laughs> to watch the Mariners and the A's. And uh, the A's had a one run lead going into the ninth, and they put in an Eck. And there was this yeah. obnoxious kid in front of me, and I was a kid too. I'm sure I was very obnoxious myself, but. Sure. Uh, and he turned around and said, like, all oh, the Mariners are going to win this game. And I was like, do you, have, do you even know what's going on? Like, do you watch baseball? Like, Eckersley's in. Like, it's over. Like, forget yep. about it. And um, he, had, he got the first two outs, and then uh, I don't remember who it was. I want to say it was, God, I want to say it was, like, Elvin Davis got a single. Sure. Uh, but the part I remember is that the next hitter was Steve Balboni. Steve Balboni. So Steve Balboni, who had many a good Mm -hmm. year as a DH in Kansas City, um, stepped up. And uh, I said, oh, man, Uh, Balboni, like whatever. First pitch, took it over the left field wall, won the game. No, and that kid, I could, win. and and my uncle, my uncle, uh, in California will attest. Like they, like we left the game, and he was like, "Hey, man, you okay?" And I just wasn't talking. <laughs> and He said it took me yeah. almost two hours to speak. I yeah. was so distraught. He was like, he's like, "Do one. you want pizza? Do you want burgers? What do you want to do?" Like want the pizza, I wasn't talking. Like, what kind of pizza do you want? And I just, just you
1: know, comatose. Sure. Out, yeah. yeah.
0: So so go fuck yourself, Steve Balboni. Yeah. I'm trying to ruin my childhood, you asshole.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> fucked up. No one wants. No one wants their childhood ruined by Steve Balboni. No, no one does. Uh, I'm going second baseman. Do it.
0: I'm kind going second fun. baseman. I'm going Ryan Sandler. Yeah.
1: Of course. That's like the only one. Yeah. Sure. The there only one. <laughs> the only. one. That's not true. He's, but he's the only good second baseman of all time. I, I was looking. <laughs> I was ahead. looking through a lot of Sega baseman's you know, we're we're talking picking guys in in our era, you know, in the '90s, 2000s, whatnot. Yeah. We're not talking old, but um, uh, yeah, there's not a ton out there. So anyway, you you go ahead and talk about. I, w- Mr. Rhino. I watched a
0: ton of Rhino. Uh, sure, so kid, did I. Because
1: the Cubs are on TV all the time. Because we had WGN sure, Cubs and
0: the Braves. The Cubs yeah. and the Braves. So I watched a lot of a lot of Rhino and um,
1: he. Was... Quick, how do you spell his first name? What's up? Quick, how do you spell his first name? R Y N E. There you go. Yeah, come on, man. Just make, Just on. making sure. It's Ryan Sandberg, sure. man. I know, uh, I know.
0: Uh, Rhino was a uh, a surprisingly good power hitter for sure. being a second baseman in a position that doesn't generate a lot of power generally. Um, but he played that Cubs team was. I mean, they were they didn't win a lot of games, but goddamn, were they gritty with him yeah. and Sean Dunstan. And Andre Dawson out in right field. That team was gritty. Oh yeah, man. And it was were, a fun team. They were fun yeah. to watch. And Harry Carey and yeah, the they ball. Were. And I feel yeah. like I I have this like romanticism around Ryan Sandberg and Andre Dawson for that matter. Uh, I think a lot of it's yeah. because Harry, growing up listening to Harry Carey. Mm-hmm. Um, but but Sandberg was just, he was consistent. He he was an above average defensive second baseman, and it's, really it's a position that doesn't really get a lot of at the time at least didn't get a lot of hype. There weren't a lot of yeah. second basemen that, like, really, like, stood out. Like, the only one I can no, think of off the really. top of my head might have been, like, Lou Whitaker out in Detroit. Yeah. Um, who had a hell of a career. but He um, did. And, yeah. But, again, that, that was yep. the late 80s where, you know,
1: you didn't see Detroit ever. Uh, sure. Here, yeah. At least you saw the Cubs. No, no, I never, I never saw Detroit. I mean, and, I knew of Lou Whitaker and Alan Trammell, and that's about it. And
0: Sandberg used to play for the Phillies back before we were you know, old enough to really watch baseball. I think it was back in '84. He won the MVP. Sure. Um, yeah. So I mean, like he, I mean, we weren't even necessarily seeing the best of his career. Yeah. When we were seeing him, so I mean, I he, he's the only he you know, he might not be the only Cub, but he he's likely going to be. The first of two cubs probably on
1: my list. Okay. Good. You're up. Alright. I am up. What am I gonna do? Um let's see here. That's off the list. Let's go with um Wow, it's tough. Let's go with a pitcher, starting pitcher. We're really gonna go with Pedro Martinez. Because it's Pedro Martinez. He's one of the best out there. Um, he had a, a streak of years where he was just he was absolutely unstoppable. Um, I agree. I've always been a huge fan of Pedro Martinez. I mean, that's all I got for him, really. I mean, he he like like I said, he was just what was it, a good uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, a good seven years in a row where he was absolutely unhittable, and it, his his like worst ERA in that span was two eighty nine. I mean. He was a great. So he was a great good. player. Cyung, so three good. year Cy Young winner. Yeah, so good. Um, so good. So yeah, I'm happy with that. Pedro and Randy Johnson in 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 the uh, with the starting lineup there. Start the first two pitchers. I like it. It's good. That's good.
0: I'm gonna go catcher next. Yeah.
1: Do okay. Do it. Don't take my guy. I'm gonna be mad. Well, I'm guessing it's probably gonna be your guy. Uh, it's Pedro Rodriguez. Oh, okay. uh, that's not my guy. That's all right. Good. I like Pudge though. Pudge is great. Uh, I like Pudge just obviously. because he
0: just he just seemed like that little like gritty bulldog of a player. Um, of course, yeah. And uh, there was, I I wanted to put Javi Lopez on this list. I really sure. I really did, but like there's something about Javi Lopez that just like wasn't doing it for me as a Braves fan. Okay. I don't know what it was. Something about it. That's I think okay. uh, there's been a couple Braves fans I've talked to who feel the same way. There's something about Javi Lopez that just didn't feel like Atlanta baseball. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Uh, but Pudge was. I mean, Pudge reinvented himself. He he was a power hitter when he needed to be. He was a contact hitter when he needed to be. He was one of the best defensive shortstops, uh, in in the game before you know Yadi or Molina came around. Um, yeah. Pudge was, just a, he was. a great player. Just an incredible, he a player. An incredible yeah. player. He's one of those guys that I always wished would have been a Brave. Because he would have really sure. been just an incredible backstop for that pitching staff. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're flying now. Let's go. Come on, you're up.
1: He's one of the best. Okay. I am up. Okay. Well, I don't need to do that yet or that. <laughs> let's go with Let's go with DH. We're gonna go with uh, Edgar Martinez. Okay. Because I I feel like he's the he's the best and most well known DH out there. I mean, that's what he did pretty much his whole entire career, right? I mean. Yep. What, did he even play outfield at some point? Was he came it outfield or first base? He came up as a third, third baseman. Base. Yes, third base.
0: He came up as a third baseman, and they realized he's not great in the field. So they sure. uh, they moved him over to, to DH, and the rest is history.
1: Yeah, and, a, and another uh, Mariner on my team, apparently. Man, yeah, what, what's, going, yeah, on there, what's but, going on with you and the Mariners, <laughs> man? But, I mean, just a great hitter. I mean, how can you say no to a King Griffey, Edgar Martinez, and Randy Johnson? So. Well, I mean, yeah, pr- I mean, pr- that's, pretty, that's pretty pretty cool. easily if you look at how many World Series they won. But hey, oh, I guess that's true. But they're all three
0: are great players. I say that as a Braves fan who got one World Series. Yeah. So like. yeah,
1: I hear you. I hear
0: ya. Um, I don't have a lot to add about Edgar. He's a, he's an amazing yeah. hitter. he was an amazing yeah. hitter. He's a clutch hitter too. So it's very he's clutch. A great player. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hall of Famer. I'm gonna go first base. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go
1: Jeff Bagwell. Jeff Bagwell, interesting. All right,
0: um, it'll one of my one of my most underrated favorite players of all time. I love, okay. yeah. loved Jeff Bagwell. Um, he was a great, uh, a great contact hitter. He was a great power hitter. He was part of that killer bees lineup with uh, sure. and the Astros. Um, I don't know what it was about Bagwell. He just felt like a just a a clean player in a time where. Where guys were hitting, you know, fifty home runs a year. He just seemed like sure. more of a like a natural power hitter. Just yeah, you know, okay. Um, he didn't have like the crazy large arms that guys like McGuire and Sosa had. Uh, yeah, and we know why now. Uh, but uh, <laughs> we do know why. We knew why then. To be fair. Um, yeah, of but, course we did. I, I don't know. Bag well. Look at that. Look, look at that Maguire card.
1: Yeah. Well. Yeah. I had the Yeah. The Olympic card. You mean? Sure, anyone from his first couple
0: years. That Olympic card looked, tiny. You don't even know who this guy is, and then you look at him now. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. What the hell? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, his yeah, head I, blew up. I love Jeff Bagwell. Jeff Bagwell was great. There's a lot of guys I wanted to put on this on this list ahead of him. Um, yeah. You know I'm not gonna name them because you haven't picked your first baseman yet, so I don't want to give you. Any I have ideas. not. Um, well, I mean, come on. I got plenty of ideas. You got plenty of ideas, but I don't want to like say yeah. something and have you be like, "Oh crap, I forgot about that guy." Uh, yeah. Mainly, I mean, the, main, the one that you're not going to put on your list that I, I was thinking about putting on my list was the crime dog, Fred McGriff. No, um, he is not. Because I just. I but I, but know, I understand. There's something about yeah. Fred McGriff I just really enjoyed. I mean, like, he was. A, I, I liked him when he played for Toronto. He came to the Braves when the Braves finally got good sure. <laughs> and, and went to the World
1: Series. So it was an exciting time. Yeah. So, yeah. You're up. Okay. All right. Next on the list, I will go with. Um, I guess we'll go with another relief pitcher, just because I only have a few and I don't want you to take them all. Okay. Fair <laughs> we'll enough. take Lee. We'll take we'll take Lee Smith. Okay. Yeah. Who is who is one of the best uh, closers of all time? Um, long career. I I I mean, it's, I can't say much about him other than that because I really. Was struggling with other than just names, you know what I mean? Like other than Eck, I mean Lee Smith was great. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I Did get relieved. Great, great, great reliever, great closer. So he, I'll take, I'll take. Uh,
0: he got saves when he played for the Cubs, and the Cubs barely won any games. Yeah, twenty nine. So that, that really shows that. you like how locked down of a of a closer sure. he was. So, um yeah, he had a, he had a great career, great career. Yeah. There's not much more big, I can say big about with that. St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not much more I can say about so it. So there you just, go. He was he was a he was a, a closers closer in that in that time frame. Yep. Um. Gosh, I, I gotta finish my outfield
1: before before you snag it all. I feel you got two more, right?
0: Uh, look, I have only one more outfielder left. Yeah. Oh, you're on, okay. on my list, yeah. so I gotta take him now. Yeah. yeah. Um, sure. I'm gonna take Eric. Oh, Eric Davis. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um, Eric Davis was a freak athlete when there were not freak athletes playing baseball. Okay. Um, he was an absolute game changer for the Reds when the Reds won their back-to-back World Series. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those being over the A's, and we were both A's fans. I know. Uh, but Eric Davis, was he was unstoppable. Okay. It didn't matter who was throwing the ball to him, uh, you know. He, he just he and he had that like sure. really like, at the time, very like lackadaisical like stance where like it almost looked like he wasn't ready for the pitch. Sure, um, but just quick hands. He was like freakishly athletic center fielder defensively. Um, yeah, yeah. He was one of those guys that was like, God, I wish he didn't play for Cincinnati. You know, I wish sure. he played for a different team yeah. where like you could see him more often. Even when the Reds won the World Series, you didn't see him on TV that much. Um, yeah, yeah, Eric Davis was a. a, I I feel like he's going to go down
1: as one of the most underrated players of all time. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. I could see that. So definitely. Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't even like, he wasn't even on my list there. I should have Um,
0: not picked him then. Damn it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I like, just like you said, he's super underrated. Um, well let's, why not let's go with, I'm going to finish off my outfield, um, I'm kind of going back and forth with two guys, but I'm just going to go for Kirby Puckett because I always loved Kirby Puckett.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I'm con- i conflicted it- on
1: that guy. Really? Are you? Why is that? Oh, I mean, he, he,
0: he killed my Braves. and. Oh, anyway. I see what you're saying. He gotcha. killed my Braves. See, and I don't... I don't I,
1: yeah. yeah. I don't have that particular, uh, that, that particular issue there because mm-hmm. I, you know... Um, but, I mean, I, I always loved Kirby Puckett. Just that just that round little dude, man, running around the bases. Great hitter. He could hit the ball out of the park. Um great great fielder too. I, I was a big fan of Kirby Puckett. And that, you know, yeah. That, that that that's all I got. That's all I really remember the guy. Just just that round little bowling ball kind of dude running around bowling ball kind of dude. Right? He was he was tiny. He's like what, 5'8", 178. He's kind of he's kind of round little guy just just killing the ball. Man, he looked heavier in 178. I'll tell you. Didn't he? But he was five eight. I mean, think about that. That's pretty
0: short. It's a it's a shame his career got uh, cut short due to glaucoma. Sure. Yeah. Um, because Definitely. he was he was an elite center fielder. Yeah. An elite that, center fielder correct. for all accounts. He was a great guy. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I just I have a sour taste because of that series against the Braves. But realistically, he's one of the greatest center fielders of all time. Doesn't get his due. So. Sure. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Okay. Um So I'm I'm going to hold off on my shortstop because I have no reason to pick a shortstop right now.
1: That's correct. You don't.
0: So that might be my very last pick. So I think I am going to go I have no reason to do my DH. And I have little reason to go reliever. Okay. So we're going to go starting pitcher. Okay. And no surprise, I'm going to go into the Brave. Uh, we're going with to Tom, sure. Tom Glavin. Okay. Uh, Tom Glavin had one of the sweetest wind-ups I've ever seen in a pitcher. I don't know what it was about that wind-up, but I loved it. He was actually a uh, drafted into the NHL as a professional hockey player. Hmm. Decided to play no baseball. Idea. Smart decision. Uh, the only knock yeah. I have on Tom Glavin is that he when he ran his course in Atlanta, he signed with the Mets, and that makes me very angry. <laughs> sure, uh, as as it should. But Glavin, I mean Glavin and Maddox were the one two punch. It was Maddox yeah. on the right side, Glavin from the left. They each won Cy Youngs. They were, I mean, just incredible yeah. pitchers. Uh, and another guy who had an incredible changeup, one of the best changeups I've ever seen from the left side. So, I mean, it just, mm-hmm. you know, that's this thing that people don't realize. The Braves really, through their run, only had, a, like, maybe two power pitchers in that rotation. And everyone else was yeah. kind of, I mean, like, because Avery wasn't really a power pitcher. Um, sure. So, it, it, they only had a couple of power guys. And, and really, like, Glavin and, and Maddox were finesse guys.
1: Yeah. So That's right.
0: Uh, that, you know, I, I grew up on it. I love it. It's, that's my kind of pitcher.
1: Definitely. You're up. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess we'll keep going with pitchers. Um, I'm going to take an Oakland A. Uh, oh, is it the one I have on my list? Come on. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, I'm guessing – I could guess probably who's on your list, but it's uh, – I'm going to take Dave Stewart. That's the guy on my list. Is he on your list? Yeah. All right. Well, Hell yeah. that's who I'm taking. Uh that that like just like we were talking about batting stances and that's that's a guy whose pitcher stance pitcher pitching style I always like to like mock you know with that that like that stare and the like, glove in front of the face yep. and then you know um, and obviously he was he was big in '89 when he uh, when they won the World Series when they swept the Giants um, yeah nothing more than that he's a power pitcher I don't know too much more about pitches that he did but I was a huge Dave Stewart fan and and that's why he's on my list he had a nasty slider
0: for our, yeah. for a time frame when a lot of guys didn't have a slatter. He had a sure. really nasty slatter. He was kind of ahead of his game that way. Um Yeah, I agree. He was he was the really the rock in the A's rotation through those yeah, those for about 3-4 years. Yeah. Those great years. Um hell, I I just have to do it. I I'm going to go starting pitcher one more time. I'm taking smolts. Do <laughs> just get all those Braves. <laughs> Get them all. Uh, Smoltz. Uh, first off, Smoltz is a fantastic commentator. Okay. I love, yeah, I he love, is. I love yeah, listening to right. the games with him and Joe Buck. Joe Buck gets a lot of flack. I think Joe Buck is actually a decent
1: commentator. He doesn't piss I me off. As liked much as he, I always like Joe Buck. Uh, you hear what he's been doing recently on yeah. Twitter? Yeah, he's a great dude. I, I think dude. that's great, too. He's a great he's, dude. He seems like a good guy. Yeah. Uh, I've never had a problem
0: with Joe Buck like everybody else has. So Smoltz is one of those power pitchers I was just alluding to in my last pick. He he was the guy who threw the hard yeah. slider, threw the hard fastball. Yeah, um, he had a really interesting career, too. He did. He came over to the Braves uh, as part of the Doyle Alexander trade back in okay. 1987, 88. Somewhere in there, uh, but basically the Braves had Doyle Alexander. He was a he was a, a good starting pitcher. They traded him to the Tigers. Tigers traded this young up and comer named John Smoltz. They didn't really believe in the kid. Turned out to be yeah. a Hall of Famer. <laughs> so yeah. um, he was a, he was a power pitcher, a great starter, Cy Young Award winner, all the yeah. accolades you would expect for for a stud pitcher. And then he blew out his elbow. Yeah, missed a whole year, right? Missed a whole year. Came back, mm-hmm. and the Braves said, "Hey." Like, we're not super comfortable with you going, you know, six, seven innings, 100 and some odd pitches, a, a, an outing. Mm-hmm. What if we limited you to, to a closer role? You could throw as hard as you wanted to throw for an inning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if we needed to go two innings and a long save, you could because you have that stamina. Sure. And then he was an elite closer. <laughs> so, yeah. just yeah. an elite three, closer. Three years
1: of. Years of being an elite closer, uh, it just and, inti- it, and then he and then he went back to being a starter for his, for three years again,
0: yeah. And then he went back to being six, and, and he was it's weird, and he
1: did have. well. He was uh 14 7, 16 9, 16 wins, 9 losses, 14 and 8, yeah, with with low with ERA in the mid to low threes, which is amazing for a late 30s pitcher, power it, pitcher. It's incredible. He, he reinvented yeah. his game. He's also a great golfer,
0: um, <laughs> which okay. is, I mean, he's just a super athlete. He's a great dude. Yeah. I'm uh, glad that you know that.
1: I know all kinds of stuff about my Braves. Don't worry, <laughs> I'm sure you do. I don't. I don't doubt that at all. Don't doubt that at all. All right, you're up. Okay. Well, I'm. I guess I'll keep going with pitcher because that's where we're both, you know, fighting it out. I guess, but I, I feel like we're just probably on different paths. But um, I was always. Uh, he's kind of on on the edge of our our list, like a little early, a little earlier than a lot of these guys, but. He still pitched when we were, we were we were watching baseball his career ended when we when we uh, really started getting into baseball um, and that's Nolan Ryan yes mm, um, nice, and I, I that's that's a guy I always loved like looking back at his stats and looking at, at at everything and being like he didn't win like he wasn't like he didn't win a ton of games he didn't win like 20s and 30s or 20s and stuff like that every year and he didn't have an amazing ERA but the guy just got it done when it needed to get, get done and he went through what how many no hitters like was seven, Se- seven, seven. I believe. Um I think it was seven. And there's just something, there's just something about the dude I always really liked. Like, like it, even in his mid to late forties, he was still pitching and throwing heat, and he still had that kind of that attitude. And uh, he just seemed like a, uh, just seemed like a cool dude. I don't know. I always liked Nolan Ryan, so I'm putting him on my list.
0: My favorite thing about Nolan Ryan is when he beamed Robin Ventura. And Robin Ventura yes, charged the mound. He put him in a headlock, like someone's exactly angry dad, about. and just sort of exactly. pummel in the top of his head. was right like, the, Yeah, that is an old country boy beating your ass. Sure. Um, yeah. My least favorite thing is how he was a, he he was a horrible that. front office guy for the Rangers. So, yeah, it's bad sure. move after bad move. <laughs> but, Fair enough. You know, say yeah. lovey. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you took him because that, that that gets him off my board. I don't have to worry about it. I'll go starting pitcher again because we're on a hell of a run here. I'm going to go Oral sure. Hersheiser.
1: Oral Hersheiser? I forgot about him. Yes. Okay. I want you to do, do
0: me a favor, Casey. Look up Oral Hersheiser's yes. stats. I
1: No, I know his stats, and I'm bummed that I completely forgot look about at, him. Yes. Look
0: at the number of starts he had and the number mm-hmm. of complete games he had. It was yeah one in every four starts for a three-year period was a complete game.
1: Yeah. He had 15 complete games in 88 out of 35 starts, 10. In an eighty-seven out of thirty-five starts, um, yeah, at eight, nine, eight, ten, fifteen, eight, and then after that it went down. But that's that. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. I, just he eight, was eight shut eight shutouts in nineteen eighty-eight. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, eight shutouts and how many eight complete shutouts. games? Fifteen.
0: That's insane. Cy Young, yeah. That I mean that might be one of the best. This sti- like, might be the best statistical pitching seasons. Well, we're ever gonna see? Possibly. And you yeah, talk about great pictures, and, and no one, no
1: one talks about Oral Hershiser anymore. I know you're right, and I completely forgot about him as well.
0: He's he's incredible. He he is yeah. absolutely incredible. And another one of those guys who transitioned into the booth and became a great analyst. So
1: oh good, I'm all in. On
0: he's the only Dodger I'm gonna pick on my list. Don't worry, I hate the Dodgers. <laughs> But he's there the- because Oral Hershiser is a stand-up, fantastic baseball
1: player. So Sure. Oh, man. All right. I think that's me again, huh? It's you again. Oh, it's tough. I have one starting pitcher left on my list. I don't love him, but I but I loved him at the time. That's, okay, so let that's me t- let problem. me tell you
0: right now that both the starting pitchers left on my list, you're not gonna pick. So you can hold off on your guy and pick. Wherever. Okay, that's my my gift to you right now.
1: Okay, well it doesn't really even matter because we've all picked everything other than a relief pitcher. Um, I don't really care about that. I got all right. I got to think about third baseman because I I got like six guys. I got like four, uh, not six. I got four dudes on my list that I've always kind of liked. Um I think I'm just going to go with Wade Boggs. Going with Wade Boggs. Oh. I always loved Wade Boggs. That's that's pretty much it. I always loved Wade Boggs. I don't know. He was on he, he was on It's Always Sunny, which is great. So uh the hell's going on back there, buddy? Oh, <laughs> Had our intro outro music playing. That's awesome. That's (laughs) great. (laughs) That's all good. Uh, Wade Box is another just great pure hitter. I mean, the dude pretty much (laughs) his whole career, uh, he averaged, what, 328 batting average. Um, Not a power guy, but that doesn't matter. The guy hit. Um, And like I said, uh, he was in in an episode of one of my favorite comedies of all time, you know. About about drinking beers, so that was that was excellent. So I'm going Wade Boggs, and and you know it's a tough choice because I also had uh, George Brett on there, and I always love George Brett with the, the pine tar on the helmet and, yeah, and just the, the yeah. gritty motherfucker. Um, but Wade Boggs is gritty too, so so we'll, we'll stick with Wade Boggs. I had Brett on my list. I had Brett. On no my no list. Boggs. Uh,
0: Boggs was he was on my short list, sure. but he I had Brett I had Brett as my second. So fair enough. Um. Gosh, where do I go from here? I'm gonna go shortstop just because it's long overdue. He, this is this is insulting that he is this late of a draft pick. But I did I left him off my list because you took Aussie so early. Uh, Cal Ripken Jr. Okay, all right, Cal
1: Ripken. Um, mainly because uh, I had him as a third baseman. I guess he was a shortstop more than he was a third baseman, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a shortstop his entire most of his, most of his career. career until Over the, the end. Yeah, that's right. Yeah
0: um but cal obviously he was the iron man yeah and obviously had a a historic career but i will never forget watching the game where he broke garrig's iron man record yeah and then his first at bat just Destroyed a pitch as for a home run, and listening to Chris Berman lose his damn mind. <laughs> he does that a lot, it. though. It's one of the <laughs> right. it's one of my favorite sure. sports moments. Yeah, ever. Just because it was you're you're never there. There are very few records in the in the sports world that I feel are going to be forever, and I feel like this is probably number one on that list. I can't see that ever being beaten. There's no way. I don't. I don't see anyone ever playing that many games consecutively yeah, no he was and and not even like in an you know a new era where it's you know uh, the whole ped era and all the enhancements and training sure. and all these things Cal ripken was just a baseball player mm-hmm. he was just a guy who loved to play baseball and went out and played
1: baseball yeah. That's awesome. And he had, uh, that's all you got to say. He, I don't know what the record is for All Star games, but he was in the All Star game. Eight, he was uh, eighteen years, eighteen times, um, out of his twenty year career. That his first two that's years, insane. his first two years in the seasons, he did not, he did not make the All Star team, and and is the eighteen after that All Star. That's, that's silly. insane. That's silly. Uh, yeah. All right, so I guess that's me. Let's see here. Yep. We got third base done. We got shortstop done. We will go first base. I uh, I I'm looking at my lineup and I need some power. I think I got a lot of I got a lot of hitters and get on base, but I need someone. To, let's go with the big hurt Frank Thomas at first base. Always a huge fan of Frank Thomas myself. Um, I mean, just just a dude that hit with power and 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 hit, hit, hit a good average. Um, he was an MVP MVP twice, uh, and it's kind of a not a longish career, but but his real good time was like those mid '90s. Um, where he really, really had a good five, four, four five, six mm-hmm. years where he was absolutely amazing, and then he kind of trailed off, but, but, but just a great hitter all around. And I always liked, I was a big fan of the Big Hurt, so that's my first baseman.
0: Yeah, I agree. I don't have a lot of to say about Big Hurt except for he was a stat. Yeah, a surprisingly rangy first baseman. Sure. Yeah. Um, I feel like he he kind of was one of those guys who was just like, hey, I'm destined to be a DH. Sure, <laughs> kind of player. Yeah,
1: uh, but hell of a hitter, hell of a hitter. Yes, I guess he was a DH most of his um, career, right? <laughs> I'll, I'll put him in. He played first base for a while, sure. quite a bit. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, I got pretty much my entire lineup filled out except for my uh, DH and then relievers and one star. I got a right. catcher so, and a second oh baseman. Positions are done. You do. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go reliever. Okay. And I'm gonna go with Trevor Hoffman. oh ah,
1: that's that's yeah, that's the last one I had on my list. Well, not really after another one, but yeah.
0: Uh, and really, the the best thing I can say about Trevor Hoffman, besides having again, this is that this is a uh, a trend on my pitching staff is that they all have good change ups. Sure. <laughs> but there you go. He had an amazing he had an amazing change up. Yeah. But I'll never forget when he was the closer for San Diego, and it's one of the first closers that had like walkout music. Yeah from the bullpen and it was always like the dong like it was almost like the undertaker gong uh for like whom the bell tolls sure and it just you know it, it just it was it was it was time like when that hit and he came out it's closing time it's done mm-hmm. like uh
1: yeah trevor hoffman man
0: God, I haven't thought about him in a long time but
1: okay there you go yeah yeah. Uh, I had a tough time with relievers, like I've already said. We'll just go with Mariano Rivera because, I mean, the guy was just a, a stud. I mean, obviously, all politics aside, Mariano Rivera was one of the best closers, if not the best of all time. Um, so I guess we'll pick him for my reliever as well, even though I hate the Yankees.
0: Even though you hate the Yankees? Even though I hate the Yankees. Not as even much as I used to. Not as much
1: as I used to. It's kind of, that, that hate has subsided just because they're not nearly as good as they were. Right. You, um, you there, buddy? I'm
0: here. Yeah, I'm here. I can bear. I'm okay. here. <laughs> I just, my, my, my headphones died, so I'm trying to like, <laughs> no. hold the phone away from the mic. That's no good. Yeah. Yeah, you know. This is what happens. Um, all right. I'll go designated hitter. I'm going to go Paul Molitor. Paul Molitor. All right. I like it. Reinvented himself, played a ton of different positions for the Brewers. Yeah. went to the Blue Jays. Uh, was an MVP candidate there. Um, had a hell of a career. Yeah.
1: Uh, now I believe he. I
0: think he's the manager of the Twins.
1: I couldn't tell I you. Think. I could not tell you. I like Paul Molitor. so I was always a big fan.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm, I'm I'm having a hell of a time hearing you. Right
1: now, so I'm just, <laughs> what's that? I'm having a hell of a time hearing you and keeping you away from the microphone. Oh no, so All right, we're good. Keep okay, going. well let's uh, let's go with the second baseman. Uh, I had Ryan, Rhino as my first choice, but we'll go with Lou Whitaker as my backup. Um, just like you said, he another great second baseman. Uh, just a guy I always liked at second base. I love Lou Whitaker. Is he a Hall of Famer? No, he's not. I think he's been up for it for a while now, or maybe maybe he's done and he can't get it now, but uh he was always a good he was always a solid second baseman.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting because I, I my second guy on that list was Craig Bigio. I,
1: yeah, I thought about Biggio, sure. Who was originally a catcher, um, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. They wanted to save his knees. Uh Moder, Hoffman, okay. I guess it's up to me again. I'm gonna go uh Billy Wagner. Billy Wagner, okay. For a closer. Um, just a hard, hard-throwing lefty closer. I love it. Um, was a brave for a brief minute there. He was unhittable. as a brave. I love it. He was an astro, and unhittable. Piled up a ton of career saves in a very, what seemed like a short career. I don't think it was, but.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: you oh, there we go. The right. end of the draft's going to be quick. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the
1: guys we're least excited about. Uh, it, so. I guess so. Yeah. Um... I feel like let's see. I have, do I have four stars? Okay, well, let's go with my last starting pitcher. Um, it's a again. It's a guy that I, I loved as I, when I was a kid. Um, something about his attitude, uh, and, and just I just look as a stats guy, just looking at his stats and and his career, being like this is amazing. But as time has gone on, and you know a lot of the the uh, um, <clears throat> steroid issues came to light. It 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 kind of tarnished his image, but. I was always a huge Roger Clemens fan from, you know, in the eighties and nineties. So I'm going to throw him on my list. Um, he was pretty unhittable his first, you know, decade of his career and, and, and past that. So, um, yeah, we'll put him there even with the, uh, the steroid stuff. But as I've gotten older, I've, um, I've kind of, uh, softened on the steroid stuff just, just because everyone did it that era. Um, I I'm not I'm not too disappointed anymore in, in that. I know some people still are soured by all that, but um I I still feel like like a Barry Bonds should be in the the Hall of Fame. Maybe Clemens and such, but uh so I, I'll go with Clemens.
0: Okay. Good. Um I guess my last starting pitcher. I'm going to go this is an off the wall one. I'm going to go Chuck Finley. Chuck
1: Finley. That yeah, is off the Do you wall. You remember Chuck Finley? Yeah.
0: yeah. I definitely Chuck remember Finley. Chuck Finley.
1: Sure. Uh, he had that big
0: sweeping curve from the left side. He was the first pitcher in my uh, my childhood. I remember seeing him having that big sweeping curve, and I remember thinking, "God damn, that is that's hard to yeah. hit." Uh, yeah, that, that's that's kind of. I mean, he was like a, a kind of a big nasty pitcher for the Angels uh, back when we were kids. Sure. And and something about him stuck with me. I like Chuck Finley. Great.
1: Okay. Um, my last position is as catcher. Uh, I'm going with Carlton Fisk. I always just the same with Finley. I always just loved Carlton Fisk for whatever reason. He's just like a gritty catcher. I always like those gritty gritty catchers. Kind of remind me like later in his career of Jake Taylor for some weird reason of Major League. I don't know why. Uh, but he's he's just a great catcher, great catcher in the in the in the eighties in the 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 eighties era of baseball.
0: I agree. I remember this the highlight of him. Um... When he was playing with the the Red Sox, sure, that was I mean just an incredible. Yeah, I don't know. It, it sticks in my. Head. Uh, we have one more pick. Okay, I have a reliever. Okay, uh, I'm taking Craig Krimble. Who? C- Craig Kimbrell. Oh, Crim- Jeez, yes. Easy for me to okay. say. Kay- Craig Kimbrell, the uh, the former Braves reliever, um, just because he was so unorthodox, such a hard thrower, um, nasty slatter, um. Good young arm. I think it was it was probably smart for the Braves to get rid of him when they did, just because I think those hard throwing closers don't have a long shelf life. Yeah. So sure. That makes me sad. Um, but had some great years and a great great, uh, you know, pre wind up stance. Sure. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, YouTube it. It's it's pretty
1: funny. So. Yeah. Okay, Paul. I can barely hear you on my on my phone. Like I can barely, barely hear you. I don't know what's going on exactly, but is there any way? Oh, I'm here. Okay, there you go. That's that's much better. Whatever you just did, much better. Like the last like minute or two, I'm like, what are you saying? Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm here. Great. Cool. I think that's. Did we did we get everything there?
0: I think we got everything. That's,
1: that's fantastic. Did you make like a lineup? I did not make like a lineup. Like how you would set your lineup. I was kind of putting them in there, but I got kind of lost. Um. Anyway, that'd be kind of fun to do, but I did not do that. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can, I can write that up, and put it on our Twitter. Okay, It'll be great. Easy. Yeah, fantastic.
0: Um, so I'll do that for everybody. Um, that is pretty much all I got. I think we're gonna save our movie conversation for maybe, maybe next sure. week. I'm still digesting the Lighthouse. Casey oh. wanted me to watch the Lighthouse really bad, and I haven't, uh, I haven't fully absorbed. Th-
1: it's, it, it might be a movie. Oh so well, yeah, sure.
0: I don't necessarily want to talk about it until I fully am ready to talk Fair about enough. it. We'll, we'll work so on that next. It might week. be next week. It might be the yeah. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Um, we got more stuff coming for you during this uh, this time of uncertainty. So stick with us. Yeah. Um, we're gonna have plenty of good content coming your sure. way. In the meantime, shout out the stubborn lovers for letting us use their music for the intro outro. You heard a little bit of it in the middle of our pod because I'm an idiot and don't know how computers work. <laughs> it's alright. <laughs> um, it's still you know. Uh, it happens, yeah. man. Like we you got know, some kinks right? going on. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you know we're you're in you're still working out kinks. It's fine. Yeah. Um, you can find us on Twitter at cwmcgrath at volcompancake at losersgracious. You can get us on Twitter at gracious losers podcast at gmail.com. That's not Twitter. That's Gmail. <laughs> um, you can find us on Gmail at gracious losers podcast at gmail.com. Jesus, see, I think I have this memorized, and I don't. It's okay. Um, it's okay. You got it. Also on Facebook. Um, with the, the Great Solutions Podcast on Facebook. Find us anywhere you have your pod access, which is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Google Play. Uh, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Helps other people across the country and the world find us in this crazy time. And that, I think, is everything.
1: I think so. Great job, man. You got anything else? I don't think so. I don't think so. All right, man. All right. Well, stay safe, man Yeah, buddy. you as well. All right, we'll talk soon. Thanks, everybody, for listening.